Welcome to Peppershock Media's Marketing Expedition Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in marketing and advertising. Now, here's your host, Ray Allen. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen. I'm the president and CEO of Peppershock Media and the founder of the Marketing Expedition Community. Today's guest, we have Adam Adams on the show today. Adam, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Looking forward so, to it. Yeah, let's just give a kind of a, a brief history or overview of your journey to where you from where you came from and to where you are now and what you do now. Perfect. A brief history, where we came from, what we do. Uh, I would say that I started out, I grew up in Utah. My stepdad is an entrepreneur and a real estate investor. And so he passed that on to me. So I started entrepreneurship, real estate investing in 2005 and entrepreneurship in 2007, going through college. And I was going to be a music teacher. I love music. I'm, I play almost every instrument. I love composing. And that's what I wanted to do. But I made so much money doing what my dad told me to do with entrepreneurship and real estate that I decided to not use my major and to just go that route. So that's kind of the beginning of my, my journey. Uh, but again, to you, everybody knows what happened in 2008. So um, both my business and my real estate got hit pretty hard in 2009, 10, 11. It took me a little while to feel calm to get back to it. But I would say it was 2015 that I finally decided, hey, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to start doing real estate in 2016. I'm going to go full-time real estate. And 2017, I started my podcast. As, as we progressed, I started helping other people with podcasts. So that kind of gives you a, a short about it. So there you go. All right. Well, fantastic. I always love it to hear the story of how people get inspired to become entrepreneurs and, you know, the path that they take. So fantastic. <laughs> so where are you? You said you were in Utah. Are you still in Utah now or where are you now? Random. I don't think I've ever said this on a podcast. So your listener is uh, in for a treat. Randomly enough, we decided to go to the very closest city to Salt Lake, the closest big city, Denver, to Salt Lake as we were raising our, our kids. And it was all because of the culture. And so we decided to, to move to Denver and have more of a melting pot of, of a culture for the kids to grow up with. And so my family still lives in Utah. Salt Lake. And, and in fact, yesterday, nope, two days ago, I, I almost lied. Two days ago, my, I was in Utah with my brother riding mountain bikes. So I, I don't live there anymore, but I live as close as I possibly can Very to my nice. family. So, and you, how many, so how many kids do you have? I have two boys. My sweetheart has two girls and uh, sneak peek into something crazy. I actually have 20 half brothers and sisters, 20, Whoa. well, one full, one full blooded sister. And it's, uh, it, and it's part of growing up in, in Utah. I was born on a polygamous colony, as a matter of fact. So 20 wow. brothers and sisters, no exaggeration. It's, uh, it's kind of funny, but I, I only have two kids myself, two, two blooded mm -hmm. kids. Gotcha. Gotcha. I also have two boys as, as well. So I uh, understand how that goes. 
Well, let's talk about the business and you know your podcast and things that you do to help others uh, it, with your business now. And, and let's share a little bit with our listeners, uh, maybe some things that you've come to learn along the way that might be useful to them to also learn from you. As far as podcasting goes, one of the big things that I've learned is everybody, most people will tell you, ready, fire, aim. Or another way to say that is just start, don't overthink it. Or another way to say it is go ahead and, and start now. You can always change it later. And I don't actually subscribe to that. So something that I've learned over, over time, making tons of mistakes with my podcast and ending up helping other people launch podcasts, which get uh, into the top 1% or top 0.5% uh, globally is that you should start out with a plan. And I really learned this when I was younger and I read a book, I think it was called Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And one of the habits was to begin with the end in mind. And it really sticks to me when you're launching a podcast. I've learned over time that if you build it, they won't come. Uh, what was that? that what, it's called Field of Dreams, right? If you build it, they will come. Um, it's kind of the opposite. Just because you have a podcast doesn't mean you're going to be famous and have lots of listeners. So what you'll have to do is, is begin with the end in mind and create a, a plan and a, and a path and follow it and do marketing. Because Apple doesn't say, holy moly, this person just came out with a podcast. I've got to put it in front of millions and millions of people. They say, okay. Uh, another person started a podcast. We already have 2.2 million going right now. Uh, we'll watch and see if, if, they're, if they get any traction. And if they do, then we'll listen to it. And if we like it, then we'll put it in front of people. So it's a little harder, it's a little more challenging than people think to really get those shows in front of other people. That's one huge thing. An another thing that I personally prefer when I listen to podcasts. I like hearing people on, uh, you know, uh, an actual like microphone. I prefer the way that that sounds. And I've noticed that the clients that we work with, I have about 45 clients. The ones that we work with that use professional microphones generally have more downloads and subscribers. And that's something else that people say like, oh, just start. Don't, you don't need to worry about a mic or whatever. I've actually noticed specifically that because I, I can track the numbers with 45 clients that if you have really good sound quality, it's generally going to be uh, listened to by more people. And I'll try to think if there might be even a third thing that I've learned. I've, I've learned something on the pro plus side that people can do is if you do more marketing, it'll always benefit you paid if, if at a possible. But the other kind of marketing for a podcast in particular that is that you don't even have to pay for is when you're doing the interview with somebody, if you trust that person's not going to self-promote the whole time, uh, and, and if, if you really believe that it's going to draw and add a lot of value, then you can actually go live on Facebook. So you, you take that same interview whether you're on Zoom or some other platforms that you might be recording through. 
and you can import it live on Facebook. And what I've noticed is a lot of people in the first couple of years of their podcast, they might only have 20 to maybe 150 downloads per episode. But once you do this and go live on Facebook, you probably are going to have 100 to 200 to 300 to 500 to 600 to even 1,000 people view that um, to view that episode, which draws more attention toward your podcast and will allow your podcast to exponentially grow if you, if you do that once a week or once a month. So those are a few things that I've learned. I love that too. And uh, sometimes we do a podcast preview inside of our Facebook group, the Marketing Expedition Members Group. And it does, it gets a lot more uh, engagement because we we don't put the whole podcast on there because I want people to subscribe, but we give just a little bit of what it is and then they can share that. And so, uh, yeah, afterwards we could, we could do that on our Facebook page for sure. <laughs> That's good. I love it. Yeah. So, so Adam, what are some success stories of people that you have helped before and podcasters that you've made, uh, like you said, within the top 1%, let's, let's hear about it. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll get, I'll give you a couple. Uh, I don't know how many you want, but I'll, I'll start with, uh, a friend of mine, Marco Kozlowski. He's been a real estate investor for a long time. A lot of my friends are real estate investors. I just happen to come from that, uh, area. So Marco has been a, a coach and a mentor for, for a long time, and, and he does a great job. He owns quite a bit of hotels, uh, and he came to me because he wanted to start a podcast from, from scratch. And what we ended up doing is I, I helped him get a plan for his launch. So a few of the things that he did is he sent out emails to people that were on his email list as he was first launching, and he gave them a um, some, some type of incentive. It could be anything, but for him, he said, we're going to have a big party at my house because he's got a giant house. And uh, so for the rest of us who have normal-sized houses, uh, we can't entertain a 1,000 people at a time at our home. But that was what he did. He goes, we're going to have a big party, and for any of you who are already coaching clients of mine, I'm going to give you these free packages. For any of you who are not yet coaching clients, but you've subscribed, I'm going to give you these packages. So he, he put out all of this, these incentives to join the podcast in the beginning. And additionally, I did a little bit of marketing. So a couple of things that I, I supported him with is we did a couple of... Um, banner ads. So banner ad on Facebook, banner ad on uh, one, uh, a blog that's in New York. It's like a, a collective of podcasters and podcast listeners looking for new podcasts. So we did that. And then a real estate blog. So we put up these couple of banner ads and I, I support him on, on all of that. And then I had him do one more thing that anyone can do for free. I, I had him call <laughs> as many people as he could. I generally tell clients to call 200 people, but none of them ever call 200. I'm the only crazy one. But I say, call as many as you can and uh, let them know that, that you just launched a podcast and invite them to leave an honest rating and a review of your show. So we did that. What's kind of cool is Marco ranked in the top 1% on iTunes within three days of his launch. He launched and he wow. was already in top 1% three days later. And that was on uh, listen notes. Uh, additionally, it was on, um, there. Uh, what are the other platforms? 
there's there's three main platforms: Apple, Listen Notes, uh, Chartable, and Podkite. So he he was ranked e either top one percent or even up to nine times better than top one percent within just a, a few days of his launch. Because we did what we talked about before: begin with the end in mind. You know, if you build it, they won't come. You got to kind of do some of that stuff on your own. So Marco, uh, it's called the uh, the uh, Big Fat Real Estate Checks podcast. If anybody wants to look it up, uh, you can jump. He probably has two or three hundred five star ratings and reviews on on his show, and he only launched it a few months ago. Uh, the next one that I probably want to recommend or, or mention is a guy. Um, his name is Corey Peterson, uh, another investor. Corey Peterson and I have been friends for a couple of years. We actually took edu our educations to grow in the multifamily investing space from the same place. And we, we joined the same mastermind. And one day I sent a, him a message and I said, hey, uh, I want to do your editing and post-production for your show. And so he's like, okay, tell me what the price is. I'll give it to you. So we started doing editing and we were practicing a lot of the marketing at the time. And he came back with us. He goes, hey, is there anything you can do to get my downloads up? So he was doing around 5,000 downloads per month, which is really good. It's great. And uh, so he was already ranking, you know, top 10% of all podcasts by himself. And we just tried to help him with a few of these marketing, some of the same things that I mentioned with Marco. Um, and we started doing a private message campaign. So I would private message people and invite them to listen to his show. What ended up happening is he got in, within two months, he became two times better than the top 1%, well, I guess that's technically the 0.5%. Uh, globally, he went from 5,000 downloads per month to 25,000 downloads per month. So 5X'd his uh, listener base. And he has been able to contribute I don't know the number, but he's saying that he's getting lots of clients and I think uh, his clients he charges a lot for. So he's making a lot of money because the podcast is doing well and he ha doesn't have to lift a finger. He does, he pushes record and we just handle the rest. So those are two, I, I could go on. We have 40 clients and, and almost all of them have <laughs> remarkable stories, but I, I'll spare you the details. <laughs> that's great. No, that's a really good to, to share that so then people can be inspired by some of the things that you've done and tactics you've taken for people. And uh, yeah, no, I think that's great to really be able to be in the top, you know, 0.5% within a very short time frame. And, you know, I think it, the more you do it, the better you get at it, the more that it gets out there and, and shares and spreads. And yeah, the reviews are like gold. I mean, if, if people give you reviews, that's, that's exactly the, the best compliment anybody can give, right? Oh yeah, definitely. It's, it's tough to get those reviews. Uh, and especially he only had maybe 90 reviews. He had been doing his podcast for like two years and he only had uh, 80 or 90 reviews. And we I saw that recently he was up to 400 uh, ratings and reviews, which is pretty remarkable in a short amount of time. So it's, Absolutely. it's awesome. So what do you think is trending right now? I mean, we're, we're kind of coming out of the pandemic and people were, a lot more people were listening during the pandemic. What do you think is going to be next for podcasting? 
Mm, that's a great question. I, I don't think podcast is going anywhere. Clubhouse came around a few months back and and a lot of people are liking Clubhouse. It's kind of something where you it has this element of FOMO. If you don't listen now, if you don't join now, you might miss what they're talking about now and you'll never be able to get it again. But there is also something to say about the on-demand where when you're flying, when you're driving, when you're out of service, you, you can't be on Clubhouse, but you could, uh, you could easily listen to an Audible book or you could also listen to podcasts. And a lot of people, they select a few podcasts. So as, I, I don't think that there's going to be a lot of changes. I think podcasts not going anywhere. I believe that voice is getting bigger and bigger. So like Amazon Alexa, Google Voice, um, your, your Siri, I don't dare even say it because then my watch and phone will go off. But, uh, but I, I believe that, that this is the future where you walk into your house, you, you say, uh, you know, get me ready for the night and it's going to do all of these things, including play a podcast or you'll be able to be updated in the morning when, when you wake up. Uh, Clubhouse seems to be taking off, and I, I don't know if it's officially on. Uh, on wh what's the opposite of iOS? Oh, uh, I, I believe they've released Android. Um, there's certain features that they don't have that we have yet okay. that I learned, but yeah, they are slowly, so just slowly getting them there. Yep, they're getting there. It seems and, like yeah. it seems like that's going to be a a big thing for for people. Because you don't, again, you don't have to put on makeup. You don't have to do your hair. You don't, you could be in your underwear or less if you wanted to, and you could still be on Clubhouse <laughs> and right. just fine. Uh, and so I think I think that that application probably isn't going anywhere either. But there's absolutely something to be said about on demand, being able to listen to something several times, uh, be able to re rewind it when you want, and uh, to be able to do it when you're on a plane or wherever. So. Oh yeah. Be kind, please be kind. Rewind. That came to my mind when you said rewind. <laughs> we don't That's have been do a long anymore. time since, <laughs> since we had to do that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, I just recently watched the uh, documentary about Blockbuster and you know, the, the kind of, the, there's one lasting Blockbuster store in the world now. Right. Uh, and yeah, so that it says, please be kind, rewind, but you're right. And, and you know, to your point with Clubhouse, I think that, Clubhouse is augmenting podcasting. That's how you and I met and, you know, decided that we, we were going to do an interview together is because of Clubhouse and the things that, you know, you can learn and share. And, you know, I, uh, I learned a lot about my taxes this year uh, from Clubhouse, right? There were some tax experts. Of course, they always say, you know, you know, advise, get advice from your, your paid professional. But uh, I learned a lot of different things that we are doing because of that. And, and so there's just so much value that you can learn, but you're right. It's in the moment. It's usually not recorded unless they say so, but um, you know, and, and if you don't join, you do miss out. And, and that is uh, that's the case with, with clubhouse and yeah, with podcasts, I do think that there's a lot of staying power and, and just different ways to help uh, your business grow because of podcasting and sharing your expertise and being able to, you know, get that out there in the world. I'm, I'm curious, what are some tactics that you have taken for your show that have uh, allowed you to get your message out and, and how has it helped you with your business? 
Yeah, you you mean specifically to grow the podcast or to grow grow business? I want to make sure I'm answering the right question. Well, I guess kind of both in a way. You may have used the podcast to grow business, but uh, yeah. let's just share about some maybe marketing tactics that you've taken to to do that. Perfect. Um, well, there's there's three main ones that that we use to grow our company, and so our company's called Grow Your Show. And you find it at growyourshow.com. But the three ways that we've been kind of growing that is I'm a member of a mastermind or two. I mentioned uh, that a little bit earlier. So these masterminds are generally high level people. It generally costs a lot to, to be part of it. And a lot of people that go to the masterminds, they do want to start podcasts. They're, they're more on the influencer side like you. And so they're, they want to have that podcast. They want to get their name out and just being a part of a mastermind like that, it, you can almost call it a good old boys club. If you, if you've ever heard that term, everybody, it's like incestuous. We do business with each other. So when somebody's, I, I, I support one or two or three people from that one mastermind group, they'll, they'll tell the other people in the mastermind group, you've got to, you got to work with grow your show. You got to work with Adam Adams. And so mastermind groups have been a huge part of our marketing which is interesting because you you learn enough there to easily pay for everything that it, it, it's expensive. But additionally, just as an added benefit, as you can do business with others in those groups, that's been a huge way for me to be able to grow, growyourshow.com. And then additionally, conferences is another way. So what we'll do is I try to go to industry-related conferences. So if you're in real estate, you go to a real estate conference. If you're podcasting like we are right now, I go to a podcasting conference. And what I'll do is I'll pay as much money as I can to get a good table, a good booth. So there's hundreds or thousands of people there. And then I want to pay a little bit extra money to have my logo showing up a lot to those exact right people that are my perfect avatar, I call them, my perfect mm-hmm. client. And additionally, if I can, I'll spend even more money to be one of the speakers so that I can add value at the conference in front of everybody where I can really pour into them and let them know where my booth is, where it's, it's not a sales pitch, it's not arm twisting in any way, uh, but that also helps to grow our business. And I believe your listener as well could go to any industry-related conference. And if they pay, not just be an attendee, but if they pay for a booth, and it's generally just a couple of thousand bucks, most of us have that. And if we don't really have it, you probably, if you have a real business, you should be able to make, that should be just a small investment compared to what you're going to make on the back end by actually going. So it's a huge thing to think about. And, and the third one, which we've, we've brought up a couple of times is, is Clubhouse. And with Clubhouse, it, it's been great because it's almost like speaking at a conference and it's almost like a mastermind all at the same time. So you can run these groups. And that's what I would suggest for your listener is don't just be a part of, a, uh, don't just be part of somebody else's uh, Clubhouse room. Start your own, start your own uh, uh, club, start your own room and be, be the leader and pour into people. And that's really been able to help support me. And I'll be completely honest, it helped so much that 
I haven't even been able to go back to Clubhouse for a couple of months, which is insane. Um, and that's mainly because our client list is so full. We're onboarding lots of new clients. And uh, having the, the time that I have needs to be spent by making sure that we serve who we have. But Clubhouse has been r- remarkable. I, I can say from Clubhouse, we've probably, because our clients, we, they usually work with us for, a year or two or three, we probably made a couple hundred thousand just from a couple months sitting on on Clubhouse adding value to others. So so those three are pretty remarkable. Masterminds cost a little bit. Conferences cost a little bit. You don't have to pay a dime to be on Clubhouse right now. Yeah, yeah. It's either time, talent, or treasure. (laughs) You know, if you've got the time, that's definitely something that could turn into treasure for sure. I love it. And, you know, at conferences, you mentioned that, obviously the pandemic, you know, kind of put a little kink in that, but we've done a lot of online conferences. I cannot wait to go back in person and be at a conference again, right? hundred <laughs> percent. And actually it seems like now is a pretty good time for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, based on what's going on with our current administration and, and, shots, whatever, uh, injections, what is, what am I thinking? Vaccines, vaccines. That's right. um, it, it, you know, even Colorado where I live right now, we're pretty um, uh, liberal state. And generally that means that we believe uh, that vaccines are really important. And in general, if I can generalize on your podcast without offending anybody, it, uh, if you're lean onto the right, you're for the most part, you're like, oh, vaccines aren't that important. This is a this is not a big deal. But regardless of what side you're on, even uh, Colorado, as of recent, opened up. Now you don't have to wear masks anymore. So yeah. I, I believe that that conferences are coming back and and probably even before this episode airs. Oh yeah, I I agree. We we just uh, recently lifted the mask mandate here in Idaho as well, and uh, already you know my calendar is getting filled with events and being around people again, and it's it's great. Uh, we were teasing. We need a little uh, button that says you know hug me. I've been vaccinated or something like that. So people you know it's kind of awkward sometimes now. People don't give hugs like they did before, but or shake your hand or anything. But uh, it's starting to come back around, which I'm I'm thrilled because I'm a people person and I love to be around people so uh it's good for good for me it's good for the soul to be able to be out and about and and engage and be at those conferences be able to speak on stage and be uh like you said add value to people and then um it's definitely a great tactic to be able to get new business through uh being the expert right being in front of people sharing your knowledge sharing your value so that they want more from you right yeah love it so let's. Speaking of conferences, though, I'm curious what um, in what kind of conferences have you gone to for podcasts, or that you want to maybe go to uh, for the podcast community? Yeah, so we've sponsored several. There was the 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 Salt Lake podcast, the Utah podcast community. Um, I can't. I can't. I didn't know you were going to ask that question, so I, I don't <laughs> have okay. all the conferences in front of me. But also this August, in just a couple of quick months, um, I will be at in Tennessee. I'm trying to remember Nashville. We'll be in Nashville oh, at a podcast movement community. So uh, we'll be sponsoring there. And uh, I 
we have one of their best booths and nice. we missed we missed the deadline to get on stage but we were trying and we my team just we were so busy with new clients we yeah. couldn't submit on time to be able to share what we wanted to speak on well unfortunately but we will be there we'll we'll have a booth and we're we're excited about it i'm flying in a bunch of my team mates to go there and there should be um, more than that should be over two two thousand people, either virtually or uh, or in person, because it'll be a hybrid. And, right. And yeah. so I'm I'm stoked. It should be it should be really strong for us. And I don't even know if we can take on all of that business right now, but it should work out pretty pretty well for uh, a very small amount of change. I think it was like thirty seven hundred bucks to be in front nice. of that many people. Nice. Well, Adam, we'll have to work out a partnership with Pepper Shock. If you need additional editors, we can help. <laughs> awesome. Like podcast go. post-production editing? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. We, we've been doing a little bit of that uh, just recently, helping people also get their podcast started as well. So, um, nice. and, I, I, and people always say, well, why do you interview people who might be your competition? No, I don't feel that way. I feel like everybody has value to give and there's lots of different, you know, ways to go about it. And there's enough business for everyone really, you know, and I love to be able to, to share what I know too, just as much as anybody else. And I think that's what Clubhouse is about too. I mean, that's how we met, you know, talking about podcasting and talking about what we do and how we do it. So uh, I think it's, it's, it's fabulous to be able to be in that and all of the podcasters that are going to be at the conference. Right. I mean, that's the idea is to learn from each other and grow and grow your network, grow your abilities. And, and of course, grow those downloads. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I want to know what are some things that, uh, what are some tools or resources that you tap into regularly that, uh, you know, has value that you like to, to share or learn from, or, you know, what are those tools that you like to use? There are so many, and I, I, I really want to add value to the listener. And, and I think that I'll, I'll do my best at giving you some really good ones. One, one tool, which, which a lot of people do know about, it's called Calendly. There's others like Calendly being able to automate the process and not have to go back and forth really supports a company to be able to focus on what's most important, where you just give somebody this Calendly link and anything that they book is both good for you and good for them automatically. Not only that, but it, it will create a, a Zoom link. It can integrate with Zoom. And so that Zoom link will get sent out to the person and, and through their calendar. So their, their Google calendar, their Gmail will automatically have everything in place where they can't miss it. So that's supported us and our clients to be able to grow a lot is just get that stuff automated. Another one that, that helps is I'll, I'll say there's two real ways that I would suggest that you record. You always want to record video. You always want to have the video. You can do multiple things with it. So the question is what platform? We've already mentioned Zoom. Zoom's not the best. It just integrates with my Calendly, so I use it. And Riverside.fm is another one. So you might look for Zoom.us and or Riverside.fm. And Zoom is great because it integrates with everything. The video quality is low, lower. The audio quality is a little bit lower too. So you're, it's going to be give and take 
because once you go to Riverside, the Zoom qual the recording quality on the video and on the audio is going to skyrocket. It's going to get much much better. However, it's not currently integrated with your Zoom, so you'll either have to give them a link, a personal link. When when with the personal link, they can log in almost any time. So so that's what happens if you if you create your Calendly to just send the personal link, you might have people jumping on when you don't want them to be on. But yeah. uh, on the other side, uh, with with Zoom, it, it'll be a unique link every single time. And that's always a benefit because you can't have multiple people jumping on. So there's a little bit of give and take, but also with going back to riverside.fm, the one with the better audio and video quality, so one thing is that you either have to give the, everybody your unique link, your personal link, or on the other side, you'll have to do a little bit more work to give them a unique link. You'll have to go and create that link and then email it or, or add it to the calendar. So it's a bit more work, but if, you, if quality is your number one, you probably will go to riverside.fm. I personally record like six, seven, or eight episodes every single week. And because of that, simplicity makes the most sense for me. I'm okay uh, backing off on some of the quality because it's still really good and um, it's decent, it works and, and going that route. The, so, so there's one to get people on your show. There's a couple to record the show. And as far as editing the, the, your audio and your video, we use Vegas Pro. Vegas Pro's good, there's Audacity, there's GarageBand, there's all sorts of stuff out there. Vegas Pro is simple, easy, and it has just about everything that you need. So that, that's, a, that's another one that you might want to use. As far as creating promotional images for the podcast, um, I'm trying to remember Canva.com. Mm -hmm. Canva mm -hmm. is something that helps the average person be able to create stuff that you would only have professionals be able to create. And there's free versions of Canva. So canva.com is another great resource. And Headliner is another great resource. Canva does still images. You can do squares or rectangles or whatever. And they can do quote cards and they can do thumbnails, whatever you want on Canva. When we go over here to Headliner, what that's going to do is it going to allow us to have a 17 second teaser or um, or maybe or one minute or five minute shorter clip of the episode where you can like you're using I think to put on your uh, on your Facebook page a lot of that can be done with headliner and it comes out in a remarkable way it supports you to be able to do really really well um, there's a few places that we use for transcriptions uh, Descript is what is one of the places we use to transcribe the entire uh, episode that allows us and our clients to be able to have um, a full transcription, which boosts your SEO uh, for your website as well. So um, Descript is another great resource. And I will just name one more resource for you. And so this is where do you go to actually publish the episode itself? And for us, we generally prefer to use Libsyn or Buzzsprout or um, 
a lot of our clients also use Captivate. Libsyn, it's short for Liberated Syndication, Buzzsprout or Captivate are three of the best. Instead of going and looking at all of the hosting platforms out there, choose one of these three. They're great. And uh, either way, you're going to be able to have better analytics. It's going to cost you about 20 bucks a month, but it's going to benefit you to not use a free service. Do, do not skimp on this one thing. 20 bucks a month, 30 bucks a month, we should be able to afford it, especially if our podcast is attached to a business. So I would, I would 100% say pay that, go to Libsyn or Buzzsprout or Captivate. These, are, these three are phenomenal. Yeah, we, we originally started five years ago on SoundCloud. And, you know, we've recently migrated to a platform called Adori. And a local radio station helped put this platform together here in, in our area. Uh, it's the Listen Boise app. But they use Adori as their platform. And um, we're testing that one out just to see. But the, the interesting thing about it is on the timeline as it plays, you can actually have images that that sync up and it uses the transcription to know kind of different things that you're talking about. And it will automatically put uh, URLs about those topics that are there and you can change what URLs you want them to. So if people are looking at it, it's interactive and you can use that as a tool. And then it also syndicates out to all the various different platforms and things. So it's, it's newer to us, but we're exploring it. And there's just so many different platforms. It seems like that people can download and listen to podcasts. So now it's just like all of these all over the place that can, you can do. I mean, of course, iTunes has always been the, you know, the primary to begin with, but I think Spotify and, um, Pandora, all of them are starting to really, oh, and I think Amazon launched a new one recently. I don't know what else, what else am I missing? I mean, there's just so many. <laughs> oh, you're, you're probably missing 50 and but that's least. okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. And there is something that you mentioned that I think is good enough for your listener to make a note of. There is a free service. I'm not even going to say the name of it. I, there's no reason for me to even say the name, but this one free service that your listeners probably noticed, it starts with an A, that <laughs> they've probably heard about it and they wanted to go to it for two reasons. A, because it's free. Uh, three reasons. A, because it's free. B, because they get sponsors, apparently. Right. But the, the sponsors, it's like pennies. And the third reason is because they say that that platform, oh my gosh, if I go with this platform, then I'll be syndicated everywhere. And that's the one thing that drives me freaking nuts. Yeah. Because any of these, uh, any of these syndicates it everywhere. So that free service that syndicates it is no better than the 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 twenty dollar ones that that I mentioned. And I think mm-hmm. it's no it's it's noteworthy to mention that to yeah. the listener because as they're starting to do their research and they find that free one that starts with an A, that that they can at least understand that it's not the only platform that gets you everywhere. All of them get you everywhere. It's just a marketing technique. Oh yeah. No, I, I understand that too, just because you think you're going to monetize it in, in some penny, penny way, you know, with little pennies, right. That you'll get paid uh, kind of like the free version of YouTube, right. You have forced watches and they'll insert you know, ads basically within your program. 
And uh, sometimes you don't want that and you don't always get the one, the ads that are matched up that make sense or that you would want to have in your program. So you're absolutely correct in saying you might just do some research before you allow that to happen for sure. One client had a advertiser. Well, they all have random advertisers when you do that. But one client had an ad that came in in the very beginning of the podcast twice in a row, the same ad back to back 30, 30 ish seconds, both times. It was the same ad. The problem is that it was fully in Spanish. And this, this company just automatically just put it in there twice so that they could get more revenue. And it was in Spanish and it repeated itself twice. And no, none of his listeners spoke, I mean, maybe some of his listeners can speak Spanish, but everything is in English. So it would never make sense to have in a, in a totally different language. And then Lowe's and Home Depot and all these other places were advertising and it just, none of them fit his clientele. And I was like, you got to change this. I I don't care (laughs) if you're making, he was making like uh, $70 a month because he had (laughs) several thousand people listening. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I was like, you got to change this. It's not helping your listener. If anything, it's pushing people away, especially when they don't even understand the ad and if it goes twice in a row. So anyway, yeah, there's been a lot of problems with, with uh, misrepresentation on some uh, hosting platforms out there. Yeah. Speaking of monetization, I mean, it's one thing to play the commercials or have random commercials play, but what are some other ways that you think are effective at being able to monetize your podcast and, and how um, people can use it effectively, right? Uh, of course. And I have seven ways. I don't know if I'll be able to get to all seven. And, you know, you're, this episode's not long enough anyway. Uh, but there's seven ways <laughs> to monetize. And one of the ways is sponsors. One of the ways is advertisers. They're slightly different. We won't go into the details right now. An- another way is to sell your own products or services. So if you have a coaching program or like you, you do podcast editing and you help people launch a podcast as well. So that's a great way. Now your listeners like, well, I want to start a podcast. Who better to use than somebody that I've been listening to for uh, four years? Because your podcast has been out for almost five years, right? Well, I've been listening to this podcast for the last four years, since 2017. I want to have my own. She does it. I'm going to, I'm going to hire her. So this is, having your own products and services is a huge way. And what's interesting is when you sell your own products and services, there is a pro and a con. There's an absolute pro where, you, where you're making more money, you're making more revenue, you're building your business. The con is you now have to serve those clients for a whole year or two or three. And right, so right. when you're selling your own products or your own services, you've got to find a way to systemize and automate and grow and scale and you're looking at more employees, you're looking at things like that. So there, that's on the, on the negative side. So that brings us to a fourth way to monetize, which is being an affiliate for other people. One, one thing that's kind of cool on my podcast is I, I'm an affiliate for the microphone that I'm using right now. I'm an affiliate for the Roadcaster Pro. I'm an affiliate for um, Libsyn and Buzzsprout and, and all of these places because I was able to to um, affiliate with places that I believe in, companies that I believe in, 
what's amazing is I might take a 5% or, or even a 10 or 20% cut of a product or service where I don't have to do anything. I don't have to fulfill that that company's got to fulfill for years somebody but i i made a uh you know like 10 percent of the thing and i don't have to do anything except for mention it on my show so affiliation is a wonderful way to monetize and i'm only going to mention the fifth way and leave number six and number seven for if your listener wants to go and check out my podcast i've got all seven in one episode but i'll in short give you this fifth one because we were able to make a little over a million dollars from this one thing. And most people never consider it. Uh, Gross revenue, by the way, gross revenue, uh, 1.2. But at at any rate, um, nobody thinks about this stuff. I had all of these listeners of that podcast that were hungry for more. They enjoyed they enjoyed listening. They enjoyed learning. And I tried to come at them with a very uh, authentic personality, just like I'm just going to be real and raw and come at you. And they wanted more. And so one day I decided to let them have a little bit more. And what we did is we literally just invited them to come to a conference. Hey, we're going to get together. You listener and other people listening that are just like you come to this conference. And so I'll give you a couple of numbers. We made like, we, we charged around between 100 and 500, depends on what ticket they got. Mm-hmm. So we made uh, uh, 60,000 in ticket sales. That's and fantastic. then we had some sponsors that were perfect for that same avatar. So mm-hmm. my listener at the time, we had sponsors come in that wanted to also get in front of them. And so we made another 60,000. And then we decided to, ha- to, to offer two packages, two packages. We decided to offer a one-on-one program, mm-hmm. um, mostly done for you, mm-hmm. uh, for real estate investing. I'm not sure. definitely not pitching that on your podcast, um, <laughs> but we did this at, at the time. Uh-huh. So we were like, hey, we'll do a one-on-one. And then we offered another program, which is group coaching. And mm-hmm. so it's less of a done for you and more of a done with you done program. With you, yeah. mm-hmm. And Excellent. so we sold a handful of, of one-on-ones and we sold a much bigger handful of, of the group. And with all of these things combined in one event, we made about $640,000 and it took nice. us a few months to prepare, obviously. Right, can't, right. Can't cut that out, but Think it was the three days of, of hard work. It was actually <laughs> yeah. two and a half days. It was a oh two-day conference, and um, you know we had to prepare for it. But mm-hmm. to make a revenue like that, That's it huge. would be a challenge doing it any other way. So for your listener, knowing some of the ways to make revenue, sponsors, um, uh, advertisers affiliates, your own products and services, or hosting a conference can be five of the seven great ways to pull money. I love that. I love that. And now people have to go listen to your podcast to get the rest of it. I know I'm going to. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. And I think that what a great idea to be able to bring and make your own conference rather than attending somebody else's. I think that's fabulous. I love it. Uh, Okay. One more question. wholeheartedly 
that if you're up at the front of the room, you get more credibility than if you're anywhere else. And, oh, and so that, that can really benefit your listener to know, I need to be at the front of the room. Uh, I cut you off. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to have one more question for you, and this will benefit you. I, how do people get a hold of you? How do they, you know, maybe they sign up for one of your done with you or done for you programs. What can they do uh, to engage with you and, um, you know, work with you if, if they so choose or need to? Randomly enough, I'm selling my shares on my real estate company and focusing all in on podcasting. So um, won't be able to help you real estate. And I could, I guess, <laughs> but that would take my eye off the ball. Um, how, how to find me is if you're looking to launch, grow, monetize, and inspire through a podcast, growyourshow.com. It's just su super, super easy. Go to growyourshow.com. You can click the button to schedule a call with me. And, and if, it's a, if it's a fit, we can work together. So growyourshow.com. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much for all of this wisdom and knowledge. I know I'm going to have to listen to all this again and take notes from you and, and, and grow our own podcast as well. And uh, that's the benefit of, of being able to have a podcast like this and getting to learn from, from my guests just as much as they learn from us. So again, thank you, Adam Adams. And um, any, any last parting final thoughts uh, of words of wisdom that you'd care to share as we wrap up? You, I didn't expect that you would ask that. So I am going to decline and I'll just say, <laughs> okay. jump in, have a podcast, but do be, do it, begin with the end in mind. So make sure that you don't do it wrong. There you go. See, you had, you had the final say with the, yeah, begin with the end in mind. I love it. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, thank you very much, Adam. And we will share this out there. And for those of you listening, of course, a good review is always helpful for all of us and go check out Adam's show as well and give him reviews. Cause that's just as wonderful. Uh, and until next time, enjoy the journey. Thanks for listening to the marketing expedition podcast. Find more online at peppershock.com. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place. People like you gather in our online community to build relationships with others and find the latest marketing trends, tactics, tools, and technology. We help you build your brand and your bottom line. Start your adventure today. Visit themarketingexpedition.com to find out more.